Hi, welcome to another episode of Making Sense with the Boys. My name is Dimitri, and we have some special guests with here with us here today. Can you introduce yourselves, um, Denai? Hi, I guess I'm Denai. I'm uh, I go to school with these kids. Don't know what else to say. Okay. Not much else to say. Uh, Elama. Hi, I'm Alan and I'm from Greece. I'm cousin of the Matrix. <laughs> and Margie. Hi guys, I'm Margie and I'm Alana's best friend. <laughs> I'm Greek too. Okay, so um and the rest of the boys, please introduce yourselves. Yes, the usual. The usual. Hello, it's Pablo. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Pablo. Classic. So today we want to be talking about um, the Me Too movement and the kinds of relationships between men and women, because we think it's really interesting, and this is why we invited our special guests, so we have different perspectives as well. Some diversity. Yeah. So I feel like oh. we we got to be careful with what we say, like. This is quite controversial. We can't say any radical stuff, I feel. Yo, Omer is coming, by the way. Just want to let you know. Um, Good. So we want to be talking about um, why, why it's an issue, the effects of the movement, and um, how we should deal with it, as well as some thoughts and discussion on how men and women can work together. Um, in the workplace or even in school. Um, so, Pablo, do you want to guess with uh, why is it an issue? Um, mm, well, I think it's quite obvious why it's an issue. You know, like sexual harassment is never a good thing. And I don't know, I guess the Me Too movement, if correct me if I'm wrong, but it's just like women coming out and like after either for whatever reason not saying it. And then finally saying it and coming forward, trying to get justice. Yeah. Um, Elena, you, before we started the call, you told me um, an interesting fact about Harvey Weinstein, which was kind of shocking for me. Could you say that again? Yeah, that he has raped 95 women. Yeah. Yeah. This is a big number. I thought that there would be like 10. And then when I saw the number 95, I was shocked. Yeah. So it's in jail now though, so it's yeah. all good. Yeah, it's incredible the amount of people that don't say it though, you would never know. Yeah. I'm, I think, I think it's a good movement. It, it is controversial, it does bring like, it's ups and downs and sometimes it can be also taken to like the negative extreme, in which case, you know, extremes are never good, but um, Good for them. Yeah. 95 uh, is a big number. Definitely. So do you guys think, like, why, why was he able to get to that kind of number? Is there kind of, um, like, what are the reasons he could have had the opportunity to do that to so many women? I feel like it's probably the first time he, he did it. Like, no one came forward. So he thought, like, oh, whatever, I'm untouchable. Like, there's nothing wrong with doing it. And then it kept piling up and piling up until finally it came forward. And we all know what happened. 
Yeah. Essentially, it's amalgamation of like a power dynamic associated, and then just the the sort of behavior associated with this person. I mean, he's obviously in a position higher than everyone else, and if you're vulnerable, you really have to prioritize either your own well-being or what you strive in a career. And um, I guess a lot of people prioritize the latter. In that case, it, it wouldn't have been living? the same. For sure, if he hadn't had the same job or the same position. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, Wait, what did he do for a living? I forgot. Like a film producer? Yeah. He's like a producer, director, yeah. Mm, all right. Movies. I see. So, um, so do you guys think that this was just um, that the reason why he was able to go on for so long without being called out on it was because um, people either didn't know outside of the women and him or that people were turning a blind eye. What do you think? What do you guys think? Mm. I think it's a bit of both. I feel yeah. like, um, on the, on the, on the one hand, like people, like if you know him, like if he's your friend and you find out, like the first thing you do is not going to go tell the police, you know? So if they know like Harvey Weinstein and they like him, they're probably going to turn a blind eye. But I feel like it also, because women probably didn't come out and probably didn't tell, try to tell people and didn't try to find justice. So you can yeah. do it. Um, so Margie, because you have to leave soon, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to call you out. Uh, what do you think about it? Why, um, why do you think the problem right now? What? what? <laughs> Why do you think this is a problem in um, not just in Hollywood, but everywhere where um, women might be pressured into doing sexual things for their career? Um, firstly, the Me Too movement shows like how corrupted their world is because it shows how like common this is. And yeah, basically shows um, how misogynist, I don't know how it's pronounced, our old. Say that again. Misogynistic? Yeah, yeah, misogynistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. So it's like, um, so it's not just that people, um, that there's like bad people doing this it's that this is a really widespread thing that it's not just bad, like obviously there are bad people who do it, but it's not just a rare occurrence that yeah, um, you can ignore. Okay. Yes. So um, moving on from that, what, what are the- Wait, uh, hold on. Uh, Dimitri, uh, Axel said that he's like, he, he wants to be led in the call, like he's trying to join or something. Well, you should be able to join. Um, oh. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to deal with that well. Um, yeah. What are some of the effects of the movement that you guys have seen um, sort of changes in people's behavior or the structure of, um, of some companies that you guys have seen? Okay, Axel's kind of dumb. He's trying to join a Google Meet. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> God, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is he Yo, doing? tell him, tell him. Yeah. 
What a fool. <laughs> okay. All right. Answer your question partly as much as I can. I mean, I can't speak on behalf of like company stuff because I'm, I'm still in high school. But yeah. I guess people have been a lot more um, wary of what they say in general. And not, not to an extreme of uh, that they don't, they're scared that they're going to get called out for something because they necessarily haven't been called out for it. But uh, people are a lot more sensitive. And this doesn't just have to do with the Me Too movement, but like making jokes and just making light of things that people generally like a couple years ago wouldn't have cared about is uh that's become a big issue now and so, some people get really that like some people get really offended by it and stuff so obviously there's the good side of it um that people are, are being more sensitive and more aware but then the people who feel antagonized when saying these jokes and stuff and they feel like they can't express their sense of humor like i know like you're just with your friends and stuff you're obviously going to say some stuff that's not like, maybe the most politically correct um so they may take that to extreme and they may um associate movements like feminism or the me too movement with it and think it's just a bunch of women essentially trying to get what they want being people pleasers yeah i uh i think that's a really great point because um because it's impossible to know what everyone feels or if if someone's going to get offended by something you say so and I know a lot of people that um, they don't want to tread lightly. Like they, they don't want to think, oh, should I not say this because it'll offend someone. Um, I, cer I certainly see that a lot in, um, in Greece. If uh, one of the Greek girls can comment on that, how um, people don't really care as much if what they say is offensive. Um, that's not always true. I mean, it depends on the person. I don't know how to say it. Um, some people, you know, can say bad things or do bad things and be a lot criticized by other people. But many, many some others don't even criticize them. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Um... So there's basically two different sides. Like there's a mix of people, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're definitely, they care less about like the impacts of what they say here in Greece. They tend to. Okay. And what effect do you guys think that has on, um, on like, for example, you in your friend groups, have you guys experienced anything that you, that's made you feel like, oh, I don't, I don't know why he said that. Um, and did it make you change your viewpoint on something? Um, I don't know, many times like my friends, not only to me can say, you know, weird things to the other one to the other friends but i think that we're afraid to say if we have been offended or something and we just try to not care about what they have said and just be used to it and because you know this 
the language that we use is for some is offensive and for others just an everyday thing which they don't think that because due to the really often use of this language is not something bad i don't know yeah, i think mm -hmm. I, I think it depends on who you're with like if you're with a group of people that um you don't know what they're going to feel like when you say something mm -hmm. you should definitely be careful and avoid all the like bad language and stuff but i feel like if you're with your friends and you're all kind of have the same opinions on on your language and no one's offended i don't see what's wrong with like being a bit offensive you know just for fun like it doesn't it, most of the time more often than not it doesn't mean anything so mm -hmm. i agree with pablo yeah thank you yeah like i don't have an issue with that personally with people obviously i don't like offensive material being said and i can't vouch for anyone in my friend group really discussing that because that's just not the sort of thing we do but um i guess when you know people for a long time you start making excuses and it's fine because like it warranted if you're in a friend group and you guys are used to making like really rough jokes at each other and calling each other things that like you can't say in public, that's fine between your friend dynamic because you know each other and you know what they intend to say or like what the meaning of that is. They don't necessarily mean it literally or they don't mean it to offend that minority group or whatever they may be calling you, like words like retarded and stuff. But taken out of context, that's where it becomes dangerous. So I, I think I agree with Pablo to a certain extent. Like. You can say that sort of stuff as long as you make it clear what you're saying with your friends. So um, I, I think you brought up a really interesting point there about um, taking things out of context because obviously not on our personal and even like school kind of level, but on a level where the media gets involved and it's like um, different images of different people and like, for example, um, <laughs> the uh, the tape of Trump talking in the talking about how he's gonna grab a girl by the pussy or something like, obviously that's not not the best thing to say if you're running for president, but the um, that could yeah, be. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Wait, it's, 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 say it. What were you gonna say? No, I was done. You can. You can right. No, I think like to add on to what i said earlier like yeah talking with your friends and like some offensive stuff i guess it's fine but there's always a limit you know i mean you can't be talking about rape stuff like that like like as if you're gonna do it and as if it's a joke because some things are not a joke you know so even if it's with your friends you gotta be a bit careful because something like that could happen like it could get leaked to the media and whatever and then if it's taken a bit out of context it can like be a huge deal and it could ruin your career so who do you guys think um how is that limit the limit set like is it um is it set by the people you're with or in general like society or even like the different countries you're in like um greece versus yeah no US. i mean i definitely think that like i don't i mean i don't know if this is true but like i feel like more uh, like Spain and Greece and like the more Mediterranean countries or the more like traditional countries, I guess, are more lenient with uh, like, I don't know, like uh, offensive jokes and stuff compared to like uh, the US, I guess, which uh, it's a lot more, people are a lot more sensitive there. Yeah, it's true, I think. Especially I think in our school. 
Especially if they can what? I can't, I can't hear anything. Uh, no, I think especially in our school, uh, like a very international school with a lot of minorities, I think it's, I feel like it's more sensitive than other places just because there's a lot of different people. Whatever you say, someone's about to get offended by it. Yeah, um, I think I think it's interesting because also in Greece for a while, um, there's been a left party in power. So it might not even have to do with um, political viewpoint as well. Um, like that kind of society's like limit is based on different kinds of culture, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. I think it depends on the cultures and the and the values of the society, and I think how diverse a society is. I guess. And yeah. I genuinely think, like deep down, I know uh, different cultures and different regions have different perceptions of what they consider offensive or where to draw the line. And like I can say, for example, my family, like from Chile at least, the more traditional side, they can send out like the most horrible, like terrible, offensive memes on like a family chat and stuff and they don't see it as anything and i think it's fine because they know they don't mean it it's just what they grew up with but i don't think they take that sentiment to to a personal extent i don't i don't think they agree with the opinion i think they just think it's funny for the sake of it being funny you know everyone has that sort of um stereotype in their head so what's wrong with pursuing that at least that's what they think so it's like the um the dark humor kind of like, yeah, it's funny, but I wouldn't really agree to it if it was um, a serious context. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just humor is, comedians are such a fine line now between being called out for like a joke and then just being really funny. And sometimes it's difficult to tell because it really depends on your audience. And, yeah, um, yeah. I, um... I, uh, I agree with that. Um, like you really have to be careful of who you're talking to and et cetera. So um, if- Wait, wait, before you move on to me, can I just say something? Yeah. Um, I feel like co comedians nowadays are a lot more sensitive than like, uh, even like 10 years ago. Cause I was just watching like a Kevin Hart, uh, uh, I don't know, like standup uh, show, like, in 2007 or something and i watched the other day one in like 2019 and they're just like completely different you know There's yeah a lot that's so true live now. are they though yeah, yeah they are like if you watch like in, in one sense no i i watched i watched i watched uh i once watched like all of them in like a in a row but i mean like oh. what's what's different i don't know i mean like in the 2007 one kevin hart was just kind of like going i don't know he was being yeah, I think like yeah, like the vibe changed. You mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but he was being like a little misogynistic at times. I mean, obviously it's just like banter. Like he doesn't mean it, I guess. But um, like now he wouldn't even mention it. Or like recently he wouldn't even mention anything about like women and stuff like that. Like versus yeah, yeah. Like I remember hearing a lot of gay jokes in his uh stand-ups, but I watched one recently. I don't remember which one it is exactly. Like there was none, and like the humor was much different. So I think that's true. Exactly. Yeah, and um, that's interesting because uh, I know a lot of people have been saying like, yeah, it's ruining co comedy how they're limiting these types of jokes. But 
is that necessary to um, to get people to take things seriously? I mean, I guess you could say that, but like, not everything needs to be serious, <laughs> you know. Like, people yeah. want something fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine to an extent. You got to know your audience. And then the other thing that bothers me personally, because like, I don't hang out with that many people, as you know, that are like making super offensive jokes all the time. So obviously, I'm not exposed to it as much, and I can't say. Uh, but I'm like I said, if you know that dynamic between your friends and stuff, and it's just meant for that dynamic and nothing else, then it's okay. But things I'm not comfortable with are, for example, um, calling someone uh, like I don't know, like I said before, like using the word retarded when they just mean uh, like to degrade their friends and stuff. And I'm fine if you want to be super mean to your friends, like call them in. I don't know. Can I swear here? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Okay. One, Call one them mean <laughs> things. And um, that's completely fine as long as you don't necessarily refer to a minority to which like that negative connotation has already been uh, used. Like there is no need to bring that in. Or being like, oh, that's so gay. Like if they're, whatever they're doing is stupid or you don't agree with it, then like say it, call them out, but don't necessarily refer to that minority because it doesn't have any relation to it. And it's just like uh, propelling that sort of negative connotation in their language. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because even if it's not serious, like if you say something that's gay and even if it's not gay, it attaches uh, like a negative thing to the word. So even if you don't mean it in a homophobic way, it's like the word gay starts to become offensive and mean you know so then when someone is gay you can attach the word to them and it leads to like homophobia and stuff like that yeah i don't think that people that say it are necessarily like homophobic i just don't think they realize the impact they're having mm -hmm. yeah exactly i mean if, if other people that aren't offended by it uh in that way aren't around is it really like a bad thing you know what I mean? sorry can i just um interrupt i think uh it's been it's been great having Margie here, but I think she needs to leave. So thank you for having me. Thank you for Bye -bye. thank you for coming. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Okay, so Sam, sorry for interrupting. Uh, if you don't mind, could you restate your question? Um, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I think I think what I think what this is about is. Like I think Sam was saying, is is it really bad to use? Uh, I think I think what he was trying to say is basically if if let's say someone uses oh man that's gay, then I don't think uh, that person has any has any connection with gay and like being gay, like yeah you know is that what you're trying to say, Sam? Yeah, that's yeah that's what I'm saying. But I'm also saying that if somebody that isn't offended by the words gay being used in a negative connotation then is it really a bad thing to say if they're not there you know what i mean well, why bring it up in the first place if there's so many other words that you can use that don't refer to a minority because i mean i don't know it's a good point <laughs> i mean pro probably because like if, if you've used it for so long and everyone in someone's environment starts using it that way then you kind of get used to it yeah exactly you know? yeah, that's true like I think I, I see that quite often, you know, um, 
like I'm I'm watching some Nelk boys and now I'm saying I'm speaking Canadian half the time. Yeah. Like the, um, so what you see and who who you're with and all that stuff, like it it shapes how you behave, right? But let's let's say we're we're just eating lunch, right? And then Haver <laughs> hold on, can you guys hear me? Is it working? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. working. One sec. Yeah. I got kicked out. No worries. <laughs> uh, right. And it just got oh there he is. Uh, this is an unauthorized dog in my house. <laughs> Wait, that is not his dog, is it? No, that's his yeah. a... oh. <laughs> like... <laughs> Okay, sorry for that. Let's okay. Let let's say let's say um, we're just having a group talk, right? And and what, there's just one person that keeps using the word gay in just a, a a bad way, but doesn't have anything like it's not actually connected to like being gay or anything. Then I think the people around him are just gonna adapt and kind of out of just nature use that word as well, maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it doesn't have to be related to gay people, but just because they're using the, that word in that context, it's like, oh, that's the word that I'm going to use in that context, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it, it's, it's often very dependent on, the, on the, the environment you're in, on what is the actual context of words that you're using. Because if we look back, I think gay used to mean like happy, right? Yeah. But then society so. changed. Now it means something else. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think you, like, that makes a really good point. Um, but again, going back to what Denai was saying, how when that word like means um, something, like it represents uh, a minority or something that's when it like crosses the line yeah. so um so okay I, I just want to relate this back to our topic because um it's an example but it still applies uh when people make sexist jokes right like homophobic sexist jokes they um they don't go hand in hand they uh <laughs> Like they they have parallels to them, right? So, how do you guys think we deal with these, like, with society like accepting these kinds of jokes or? Um, yeah, I mean, is is society accepting these jokes? Not yeah, really. Not now. Mm -hmm. People probably used to accept more than now. You know so I mean? it's like a benefit of the Me Too movement. I think, yeah, I think there's people don't draw the line sometimes between humor and like really meaning it. And also like who you're with, because for example, like Trump's call again, like he shouldn't have said that, of course, but he was with his friends. And I think the like they made too big a deal out of it in a way, because it does speak to his character, but he was with his friends and no one meant to hear it. So there's a bit of an overreaction to that, I think. Yeah. yeah, I feel like now being like a celebrity, you have to be like the perfect person. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Referring back to Pablo's point, I, to to be honest, like if 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 you're the the president of the United States, even I think it, regardless if you're with your friends or not, I don't think like stuff like even stuff like that, as as the like as the president of the United States should like say anything like that, you know. I agree. You're right. No. What I meant, okay, what he said was too much. And like being the president, of course. But I mean, for like an average person, you know, if you're with your friends, I don't think if, if that, like that thing gets leaked or whatever, you have to understand he was saying it as a joke and with his friends and it didn't mean anything by yeah. it. That, so, that, that okay, I understand. Trump was a bad example. I agree, my bad. But I think in general, like, yeah, you have to understand how, most of the time and depending on the audience, it's just a joke and there's nothing to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one thing doing one to one. Like, if you guys were to say the same thing, which I mean, I still wouldn't necessarily agree with the sentiment, but that's likely to meet you. But if you're in a position where a lot of people look up to you or respect you, and you're like, like you said, the Simon celebrity, you've got to be the perfect person. And I don't. It's hard because you don't want to uh, have them lose their character, but then again, you don't want someone to represent a whole group of people in a bad way so even though that call was meant for his friend like for example for trump anyway you're you're warranted to have a certain level of decency in any situation you're in just considering you you represent a huge demographic so that's kind of okay um sidebar welcome axel thank you for joining us no way. Yeah, sorry, I had some technical difficulties. Took you half an hour. Thank you for joining. So, um, so what what we've been talking about is how to deal with this in kind of an abstract societal level, but how could we deal with it, for example, in um, in schools or workplaces? Like, I know, I believe this is kind of an extreme measure, but I've heard of. Um, some companies have like a rule where you can't hold eye contact for more than five seconds. <laughs> really? Way too, <laughs> like why? That's ridiculous. I think this is like- That's stupid. On to the other extreme. Um, That's too you, intimate. How do you guys think five we- I think I agree that in the place of work, there should be different rules, but that, that's ridiculous. I mean, five seconds, like eye contact, what are they eye contact? What's the point in doing that? Yeah. They, they probably did a study, made, made people look at each other and then see how long it took before it got sexual, you know? <laughs> like Maybe it was just a way to like. Eye contact became sexual, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think it was meant to be like a protection against like creepy, like kind of stares, you know? That. Um, some women might get, I don't know. But Poor man. <laughs> Have you gotten many of their stairs, Mitch? Do you feel <laughs> yeah. objectified? I know Mitch gets a lot of stairs um, from behind him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm looking behind me and I see Dimitri behind, just staring at me, bro. <laughs> Are you flattered though? Definitely not, look at this man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, so these kinds of measures, like some of them might be um, extreme, but even the ones that 
work. Um, some might argue that they're hindering like women progressing through the um, workplace. For example, if um, a woman and a man can't have like a work dinner together, that's like um, like a lot a lot gets said in work dinners, right? So that could put women at a disadvantage as well. What do you guys think? Yeah, most definitely. That's that's very agreeable. What? That's just me. I think it's ridiculous to say they can't have dinner together. Like, I don't think that's yeah. really establishing any principle other than like, oh, they have to be protected. That's not what, that's not like the sort of, I think a lot of the measures that are being taken um, are sort of um, maybe protecting or bubbling these people who are being affected, like women in a lot of cases and sometimes men as well. Um, instead of reinforcing the more positive behavior in the perpetrators themselves, which is the issue. Like, mm. they're just sheltering the ones who are being affected instead of changing the behavior, the root of the problem itself. So I don't think yeah, I, prohibiting people from having dinner together is going to help anything. Yeah, I don't think that's a solution. Like, what you, what you have to do to, like, I guess, reduce the whole sexual harassment thing it's not necessarily prevent it in a way because that's hard. I mean, if there's a good measure, go for it. Something like that, that's ridiculous. What you have to do, I think, is like seek justice for the perpetrators and then encourage women to come out and to not be afraid to say it, you know? I think that's the one thing that's truly going to solve the issue. Yeah. Um, another thing that companies have been trying is like, um, like the... I'm forgetting the word right now, but training, like mandatory training where um, employees have to go and they have to learn about how to be respectful or something like that. Um, what, what, what advantages do you guys think that offers, but also might be, um, might be harmful as well? Well, I think... I, I don't think that something like that would be necessary because often like respect is also being taught already like at school, you know, have respect for your peers and your teachers and, and like your friends and just self-respect and everything. And that's like, not really enforced though. It's just stated in schools. Yeah. You don't need to be taught how to respect women, you know? Yeah. I feel like just common decency I mean, is it's pointless. Yeah. Right, sorry, I interrupted you. Axel, uh, Axel, uh, do you want to show us what's under your hat? <laughs> I'd rather not. No. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> did your hair. Bro, it's you can go long. cut it now. Oh yeah, are they open now? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Bro, good, give us a sneak peek. Come on. Come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> Man, looks like a mad scientist. So long. Did it freeze for you guys too? On the perfect yeah yeah it was such an unfortunate freeze frame <laughs> oh, okay um anyway so i'm gonna call on eliana to talk about the um the, like training in the workplace like how how does that benefit people but also um it might be harmful in some ways what do you think 
about you mean how the not going in a working date woman and man um or generally the whatever one you want to talk about i don't know whatever you want <laughs> okay so then um the training that employees have to do to make them like aware and respectful and things like that um i believe that you can have like basic training so you you're you know safe to the other people i i think that these are basic values that you should have game much years before then started than when you have started working and when like when you have when you start working even if you have been trained or i don't know have went to talk to psychologists etc i don't know um if you have like a thought in your mind and or a psychological problem or you want to take revenge or something i don't think that any of this will prevent to doing something harmful to someone else yeah yeah I, that's a good point um so it's more about attacking not attacking that's the wrong word but um having systems in place to bring up kids and have them grow into an environment where um like sexual misbehavior isn't something yeah, they think is okay because i think that a person who acts like this are are people that have like the psychological trauma or they try to win something with this action so if you grow up with some basic values and and you know that what you that this is bad of course i don't think that you will do it in your whole life okay yeah i um yeah i uh i think that's a good point i i agree with that um do you guys have any thoughts on um what elena said like the psychological aspect like th th these are bad people who are doing these things but um is there something wrong with them psychologically that makes them do these things or what what's the well maybe it's like uh i mean this, this that's a, that's a hard one to answer dimitri yeah yeah like mm -hmm. that's, that's very hard to say because because i i think the the motive for uh, the a motive for like a rape maybe is it can always be different you know like maybe uh one is just uh someone is just has a lot of power and they feel that they have the ability to do so something like that or maybe they think uh someone else is very attractive uh but the other person doesn't want anything else or like anything back so then they just go ahead you know um i, th I think that's an issue as well because um the, it's also sometimes not as clear when um like i, I know because we've been 
learning about this in school, another measure is like, they had us run through like a program where it gives us scenarios and it's like, um, like a girl hasn't explicitly said yes, but a boy still has sex oh, with yeah, that thing. Is that rape? And um, it seems like you don't know because it's not like she's like, no, no, like screaming and stuff, but she still hasn't said yes. So the, um, I think it's important for like, it's a something that guys and women have to be aware of, like reading these cues to make sure that what they're doing is, um, is okay with the other person. Yeah, I think, I think it's pretty easy to see, like, when the other person doesn't want it, you know? I mean, but then, is there something wrong with you, like, mentally? Yeah, yeah but, but like, to see. That's, that's, like, because, um, wasn't there in America this, this one, this one guy or something that uh, lost, like, his whole college uh, scholarship and stuff because, uh, in football, because a girl accused him of rape, but then it was later proven that it didn't actually happen or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's that's not that's besides the point. It, it's like if you're if you're gonna do like intercourse, and then uh, and then at first the girl is like, yeah, let's do it, but then afterwards she's like, nah, bro. Then did I just? Then they <laughs> can say like, yo, you raped me. What are you doing? Like, what do you mean? Come on, don't yeah. be doing. That. I mean, to be honest, the woman has all the power in the situation. Like they could just accuse you of rape. Yeah. Even yeah, if she, what, what if the guy accuses the female of rape? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you guys think the consequences should should be of like falsely accusing someone of like rape or sexual harassment, and then what, if it's proven it was uh, it was a false accusation? I mean, well, there be consequences or what? It depends on the motive of the reason of accusation. Like if it's to get some monetary benefit out of it, because you know that your partner has some pretty high position in whatever uh, job he works at, or if it's just to like, I don't know, get them he out. He or she. It, yes, of course. Shake my head, bro. I mean, it, it's all like the sentence. <laughs> yes, okay. Like you'd have to evaluate the scenario. <laughs> kind of. But then going along with what you said, like what is a... Uh, just cause there is no there just cause, well, any, there is no just cause. yeah like is there anything is there any motive behind falsely accusing someone of rape that is justified no no oh, way. because why would you do it in the first place if you yeah didn't have yeah no there motive? is there is obviously like you can probably like get hella money from that no like okay people but like america, ethically people in america always be suing for money that's not the point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a motive right there to say someone raped you. Okay, no, but like a fair motive, a just motive. Okay, can oh, I just one? This oh, no. yeah. Can I pose a scenario? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, say you have a friend who um, who you know was raped by someone, right? But the friend does not want to accuse that person. Should you falsely accuse that person? I mean, what? No, it wouldn't be false, would it? You or your the friend? You, you, you. 
No. Wait, yeah, but, but, no, what? You're basically saying, let's say, okay. That's messed up, though. Wait, but it wouldn't be false because, like, it happened. So yeah, no, no, but would you be saying that you got raped? No. Wait, explain wait, that again, please. Wait, wait, wait. Dimitri, let me see if I got this straight. Like, if Mitch, like, harasses you, and then I'm your friend, and then I know, should like, should I should I come out and say like Mitch harassed Mitri, or should I say Mitch harassed me, or what? What do you Mitch mean? You. <laughs> oh, I just feel like nah. that's stupid. Well, like, first <laughs> of all, let's let's get it off the table. I I'm not gonna harass <laughs> anyone. Okay. It's hypothetical. Hypothetical. Okay, good. You did. No, no worries, Mitchell. It's <laughs> a good point. Yes. No, I don't. I still don't think it's a just cause. I think no, no. you do the best you can under certain circumstances, but ultimately there is no just cause for. I'm not saying like they're a hor they're not a horrible person for doing what they did. They are, and they should be tried and penalized for it. But not under those circumstances. You should never fabricate evidence. It's not going to help you. It's not going to mm -hmm. ever prove your point. Yeah. It's not justice, you know? The ends don't justify the means. Right? Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so now I just, uh, unless anyone has any other points, I want to move on a little bit. So what, how have you guys handled having like um okay in school we obviously have to work together uh not right now as much but um we have group projects and things like that and often we uh get paired with mixed sexes right so how do you i know this isn't like a sexual assault level but how do you work with um I think this is the wrong question to ask, but how can men and women work together without any like sexual feelings? Without, well, I mean, I, personally, I work, I would work the same with a, a female as I work with a, a guy. Yeah. Like, and like, I have a girlfriend. So I, it's not like I'm about to catch feelings for someone, you know. You never know, man. You never know. I'm I'm quite sure. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good. So you didn't have a girlfriend. Uh, Would you still work the same? Wait, repeat the question. Say <laughs> so you didn't have a girlfriend, and uh, Demi asked you the same question. Would you still like? Because you say you work the same with either sex, but then you justify your answer like you said based because um because I have a girlfriend. So. Uh, man, that's a that's a difficult question. Yeah, I think if I understand what you're saying correctly, there's a difference between harassment and flirting. You know, like if you're trying to if you're trying to like get a relationship or whatever, that shouldn't be mistaken as harassment. Like I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's a big difference. Alana, did you want to say something? I think it depends on the intentions of a person. I, I mean, if you're in a group project and you just want to finish up with the project, then you know, 
finish do the presentation i don't think that you will focus on flirting or you know then talking different things with the other person yeah. or with the other sex but if you i mean if you you're paired up with a, a guy you like and i don't know you find him physically beautiful i i think that your your intention won't only be to finish up the project but you will start flirt a bit as well yeah mm -hmm. and um i think wait can i just add something i think it depends if the intentions is to like do something consensual or not consensual you know yeah like if you're trying to get consent for something like i mean go for it i mean but if you're trying to do something without consent then obviously that's wrong well would you ever go into a situation like that without like maybe asking for consent first be like hey can i flirt with you like is that what you mean <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, asking for consent. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Sorry. Right. Yeah, it is. Um. So, from um, from like a company standpoint, is that like okay? Because obviously, it's not as productive if you have your female and male coworkers like flirting with each other while they're supposed to be getting work done, right? So how would how should a company handle it from like a productivity standpoint should they not pair men and women together or what? i think you shouldn't worry about sexes until something happens until there's harassment allegations or something until then act normally as if they're people and you know not look at them based on their gender yeah i think it's fair to holistically like generalize behavior interactions between sexes until something happens it should be worked on on a case-by-case -case basis like you're not defined by others with the same you know genitals as you like, yeah doesn't... yeah that's a good way to put it it's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's essentially all it is isn't it yeah it is you're right do you believe men and women can be uh like straight men and women can be friends yeah why not there you go and why not um Okay, so does anyone have any points to wrap up? Nope. No. No? <laughs> okay, um, so in conclusion, I'd like to uh, thank our lovely guests for appearing with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, my thank you very much. Um, thank you, viewers. Loyal. <laughs> Do you think anyone stuck this long? Definitely not. Um so please follow us on Making Sense with the Boys on, on Instagram. Uh, yeah. And uh you can find our videos on YouTube and Spotify, whatever podcast listening app you have. We will uh, be selling merch soon. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this podcast, tell your friends about it. Yeah. Plug us. So, thank you for coming. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye, bye.